All right, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, I actually wanted to do a another DC animated movie review. And it's one that I wanted to talk about. And it was one that I felt like was always very underrated. And I liked kind of the idea. So the movie I'm going to talk about is Justice League Gods and Monsters. It was a DC anime movie, I believe it came out in, I think, is it 2010? No, not 2010. But, uh, looking it up, because it's been, Tremor. yep, no, 2015 is when that movie came out. So, Justice League Gods and Monsters is an Elseworlds story and deals with kind of what a DC Universe would look like if it wasn't, you know, if you didn't have Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman in the traditional sense. You had Kirk Langstrom, a.k.a. Man Bat, was Batman. You had Superman, who didn't land in Kansas, or Russia, like Red, like Superman Red Sun, but he landed in Mexico, and he was Spanish, and he spoke and he spoke Spanish, and he was, you know, bilingual, and he was as powerful as he was. And then you had, you know, their version of Wonder Woman, a woman from New Genesis, and kind of just how they. Actually, it's not just a woman from New Genesis. Let me look up the actual her actual name while I'm doing it. But uh, while I'm getting that for you guys, for a reason, blanks on me right now. Uh, so it it's an Elseworlds story that kind of takes place in the idea of, you know, what if the Justice League was more brutal? What if it wasn't Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, and Diana? Diana Prince. What if it was, you know, like I said, a Superman who was born in Mexico, a Wonder Woman who was from Apocalypse, where High Father was the one that realistically was the, you know, villain. In a sense, where he went out and, you know, killed... He... And High Father killed Darkseid. And that Superman wasn't Clark Kent, but he was, uh, looks like, Hernan Guerrera, the son of General Zod. I mean, to me, that's just crazy. You've got three very wildly different, you know, characters you really could put in that. Uh, one, the girl play, portraying Wonder Woman was Becca. Dr. Kirk Langstrom, Man Bat. And they were the three Justice League members and kind of just how this alternate universe would work out. And to me, I think it's a very underrated DC animated movie. Just in my personal opinion. I think it's one that... It takes that basic premise of what would the alternate universe be like with them and really shifts it in a very interesting way. You know, you don't have your very traditional, you know, villains. You don't have a lot of ways, like, who's really the villain? Is it the Justice League? 
who uses the more lethal force? Or is it, you know, the metal men who, for people who are kind of curious, metal men was a bigger book that came out that was started early in DC's career. I think in the fifties and sixties, if I recall, and they had the characters of gold, iron, steel, Gold, iron, steel, mercury. I'm trying to think what else. But essentially, they were the different metals. And their scientists created them to essentially be, you know, heroes. And that was his idea. And in this idea, they took the metal men and they made them villains. You know, what if. The main scientist, for whatever reason I'm blanking on his name, it's uh, it'll pop in my head in a moment. But he was one of the main guys that, realistically, he he wanted revenge on a lot of people. He wanted to, you know, you know, clear out a lot of people in the Justice League, which consisted of Becca, you know, their Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. They had the battle against them, and they were really and truly, you know, involved with battling it out. And their scientist was the name of Will Magnus. And it kind of deals with just how that universe would be handled. It has a lot more to it, but it was definitely to me just, in all intents and purposes, just a good story. Like, I think, for me, I've always been a bigger fan of good stories with Bruce Timm's artwork. And this story, Justly Gods and Monsters, nailed that. It gave you, if you've seen the DC Animated Series history, the DCAU, this gave you, a similar to, gave you something similar to it. But it switched things. It made things more interesting. You know, when you're having scientists like Ray Palmer, Victor Freeze, you know, Silas Stone, who's the dad of Victor Stone, you know, putting these, you know, changing things up and doing something different as a neat story, I think they they benefited from it. And to me, it's a very underrated film. I feel like it, in all intents and purposes, doesn't always get the love it should for what it really does in regards to creating an alternate universe for you know the big trip for the trinity batman superman and wonder woman kind of how they would handle it i mean the costumes are cool you know i love i mean personally i think batman's costume it just looks amazing kirk langstrom's top notch you know, he, he literally takes Batman to the next level. Batman's a vampire. Essentially, instead of becoming a giant, like, man-bat, you know, he's more a vampire than anything else. Where he still feeds on blood, he needs that in order to, you know, survive. And I thought it was a cool way. You know, I also thought the idea of having General Zod's son be the one that comes to Earth instead of Clark Kent another very interesting thing to do. You know, it gives you not the usual, oh, well, you know, Clark's always going to be the going to be that country boy. No, you have a 
You have the son of Zod, who is, on certain purposes, was a, you know, a crazy dictator. You know, he only thought of Krypton and just his will to destroy things. And what he viewed was best. He didn't care. And you can tell his son still has that in him, even though he was raised a certain way. You can tell he doesn't have that, you know, that kindness that Clark Kent would have. He holds nothing back. I mean, he in all intents and purposes, he's extremely powerful and capable. It reminds everybody, I'm Superman. Like, I don't care what you guys can hit me with. I'm just that much stronger than you. Then you have Becca, who is their Wonder Woman. And to me, I think she stole the show. Because it's interesting seeing her backstory. You know, her involvement between the New Gods and, you know, High Father and Dark Side and New Gods and Apocalypse, then trying to come to a peace treaty and, you know, High Father betraying them, betraying Dark Side and his team, and pretty much killing off Dark Side, Orion, and others, and really setting the tone of they're doing what they feel like is right. And I thought that was a very interesting way to, in all intents and purposes, you know, give you something you don't normally see. Like, who would have ever suspected, you know, a high father to be as, you know, in all intents and purposes, downright, as downright violent as Darkseid, and conniving and deceiving. And I thought that was, to me, very interesting look, and kind of him making the choice that he feels like is best for you know, what he thought, you know, New Genesis deserved in comparison. And I thought that, on its purposes, that set the tone for what you're going to get in the intricacies of their stories, I thought, you know, flowed very well. And to me, I think it it's a good story from start to finish, and it's one that I feel like if you have not watched it, you should. And if you have watched it, but you haven't watched it in a while, rewatch it. I think it still holds up. The animation style is still amazing because Bruce Timm's animation for DC is always top-notch. And I think it's one of the better DC stories that I don't think gets that much talk about. You know, that and then uh, the other one is Justice League vs. The Fatal Five. That's another one that I don't feel like gets enough talk about, but I'll, I'll talk about that one for another podcast, but to me, if I had to give a ranking and a score for this movie for just the gods and monsters, I would give it, you know, I'll give it a solid 8.5 out of 10. I think it is for the voice cast. I mean, they got Johnson or they got Michael C. Hall. They've got, you know, a lot of great voice actors and actresses and him just being just one of them. You know, he, for if you were curious, you know, him being of, you know, Dexter fame, you know, he was one of the main guys that really, you know, brought it forward. And to me, just the voice cast alone was just really good. And I think that Michael C. Hall as Kirk Langstrom really stole the show. That's just my opinion. But you know, end of the day, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, let me close this out. 
Uh, you guys can always find me on Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, you know, Apple iTunes, wherever you guys listen to your podcast. And uh, as well as you guys can always find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Nerd Stuff with the N, Comics Amino, and you guys can always email me at nerdstuffwiththeN at gmail.com. You know, like, share, subscribe, you know, all that fun stuff. And, you know, hit me up. I want to hear more, like, ideas and, like, movies that you guys are like, hey, I think this DCMA movie was really underrated, or this comic book movie is really underrated. And, or if you guys want to talk about my Invincible podcast, that probably, at this point, you're probably hearing, either you've heard it or you haven't. You're like, hey, why well, I really think that Invincible cartoon series is going to be really good, or... I don't know, or, hey, I'm, I wasn't really the biggest fan of events, but I thought it was okay. You know, give your thoughts. I, I want to have a conversation, because I feel like, you know, for Kabul community, I think we need more of that. I think it helps, and I think it definitely, it gets a lot more eyes, and allows for, you know, other people who haven't really been in the Kabul game as long as most people, a chance to really get in it. Also gives people who you know, who are looking for something new, way to kind of get our people who've been in it for a while to look at new books and maybe revisit them and see that maybe they were too harsh or maybe that the book they revisit wasn't as good as they remember. So with that being said, you guys have a great day and uh, yeah, talk to you later. Peace.